and I was scanned in 2021 and all was good and I was scanned in 2022 and my wonderful new neurosurgeon Mr Grover says all's good Elizabeth your aneurysms haven't grown and because of the risk of radiation to you every time we do a CT angiogram we'd like you to reduce to scans every 18 months or two yearly how do you feel about that um my gut told me that's not right i'd only had two scans that we knew of where um, this aneurysm hadn't grown so because it'd been missed on all the other scans um so i said mr grover please can we do one more and if we do one more CT angiogram and the larger aneurysm, um, which was calculated at about four to five millimetres, um, if that's okay and that hasn't changed at all yet, yeah, we'll drop to um, scans every 18 months or, or biannually. That's fine. And then I get my request to go for an appointment in London for my scan in March of 2023. And I go up and I have the scan and then I don't hear anything. So I chase and I chase a couple of times only to be told that because of the lack of neuroradiologists, uh, we don't get reports for eight weeks. I told them then, eight weeks is not acceptable. I'm someone who's nearly died of a brain hemorrhage. I don't know what's going on in my brain, but you do, and I want to know now. I don't have a date for a follow-up with Mr. Grover at all. Well, I get given a date, but it's the 22nd of May, and my scan's on the 9th of March. So we're talking over two and a half months from when I have the scan. But I go along and I carry on with my busy, happy life and um, I see Mr Grover. And the mood's different and I sense the mood's different. And he says, Elizabeth, um, we think your aneurysm's grown. We think it's got something called a bleb on it, which makes it more unstable. We want to do a angiogram, which will either be through your femoral artery or your brachial artery, and stick a catheter in and inject radioactive dye into your brain so we can see what the situation is. Fine, of course. Within two days, 48 hours, I get the appointment, that angiogram. So I know things. Don't look that optimistic. Never happens in the NHS. You don't get appointments in 48 hours. And on the 21st of June, I go into the National Hospital for my angiogram. 
both the doctors and the nurses know about the level of care I got that day on an award. Um, I have explained my concerns um, and I won't voice them here, but it's quite clear that nurses are under too much pressure, there are too many demands placed upon them and patient care is very much bottom of the list. But I have my angiogram later that day. And I get an appointment to see Mr Grover again. And I go up on the 3rd of July with my wonderful Margie. And we go in and there's the neuroradiologist who did my um, angiogram. That's not a surprise, but when we're joined by two other doctors, it becomes clear that there's something more to this. Um, very clearly, my aneurysm has grown. Very clearly, I need brain surgery. And very clearly, if I don't have that surgery, the ticking time bomb in my head is liable to go off and would probably kill me next time. And so, yeah, that's where I've got to, age 58. The story that started when I was 33. And I go into hospital on the 8th of August and I'm having a craniotomy. So this, this last time you'll see my locks for a while probably. Well, I hope I keep most of them, but I am going to lose this. And it's a very risky procedure. It carries with it, and I have the letter, a risk of stroke, a risk of death. How do I deal with that when I've got to the best place in my life? I've lined my ducks up now. I am happier than I've ever been people around me who really do care and love me and I want to live and I'm gonna live and I will do everything I can to live but do you know what maybe just if I hadn't had a brain hemorrhage in 2011 I wouldn't be facing this now because the thoughts of this aneurysm is the remainder of the aneurysm the giant 25 millimeter aneurysm which ruptured in 2011, caused by medical negligence. So my message is, please, 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 we need better neurological care in the United Kingdom. Otherwise, people like me are going to die. People are going to be left disabled and despondent and without a life which is where I was in 2011. So thank you so much for listening to me. If you've spent the time going through these videos, I'm really pleased because you might have learned just something about what a devastating impact a brain injury can have on someone and a brain injury that's caused by a lack of neurological and neurosurgical resources in the United Kingdom. 
but my aim is I'm going to make a few more videos and I'm going to tell you how good I'm doing and I really hope I'm doing good because the brain and spine foundation is so important to me and I want to do whatever I can to make things better for the 11 million people like me out there in the UK at the moment. Bye-bye.